up, East High? Dance. Whoa. You're making a reference even before we've gotten into the minute. Yep. And what is this podcast? It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. And today we're talking about Minute 21 of High School Musical 3, senior year. Minute 21 starts out with Darbus continuing to explain that the show will be about their final days at East High. And ends with Zeke cackling. Oh boy. Yes, a uh, lot of lot of big things happening in this minute. Yeah, it does truly kick off the plot. We know in, what's in a major happening. Way. We know the things. Only twenty one minutes into the movie, like heroes journey wise, we're not quite living up to the standard. But um, this is no hero's journey. <laughs> we're like we get the call and then we get the refusal of the call very soon. Like yeah, it's it's no Luke Skywalker, but we'll get there. So yes, Miss Darbus is just saying. You guys will make the play as you go. You know, it'll be about you in your senior year. We'll call it senior year. Roll credits. (laughs) But like the thing is, like maybe if it was about like their freshman year and it was like jokes about how like, oh, this is us looking back on our lives like from before. But they're in the middle of their senior year. They don't have the benefit of retrospection here. See, the thing is, they're going to be like freshman year is not exciting. Sure, no, yeah, no. No one remembers their freshman year of high school. But the senior year, they're going to be able to do their prom scene. They're going to be able to do graduation. Like, as scenes in the musical? You know I can't answer this, but yes. But yeah, but like, that's the thing. Is like, they haven't been to prom. They haven't been to graduation. So their writings... So Kelsey's going to have to write songs about things that she hasn't experienced yet. So it's even super more, like, self-aware because it's like, yes... This is a movie for young people aspiring to prom and music, like in music and I guess graduation. It's kind of, and then the folks in the movie are also aspiring. I guess it's kind of interesting to like see the perspective of teens who like haven't gone through those experiences to like have them write a play about them. It'd be like if you had teens writing a musical about getting married and having kids or... Having a job or... And those never go well when they do. (laughs) Exactly. Like, they don't have the adult experience to, like... Yeah, they don't have, like, retrospective, but also they're actively feeling it, so their emotions are high. And I think think they're still able to, like, conceptualize... I mean, heck, Martha's on the prom planning committee. They could, like... I mean, I feel like... Use props from prom. there, There are many musicals out there who like set up an interesting dilemma and then get to the like the 11 o'clock number in the finale and it feels kind of underwhelming like you set up a lot of stakes in drama and then didn't know how to resolve it and i feel like that's what this musical will be it's like okay we're feeling nervous about where our lives are gonna go the musical (laughs) yeah but they're also actively i mean jarvis's other news about juilliard is also feeding into this okay but then it's just and then we get to the other problems like oh so is the plays just about the experience of these six or so high schoolers like are we trying to make something that's universally relatable are we trying to get the relatability out of the specificity in that sort of ironic storytelling way or is it just going to alienate people like i mean there's no writer there's a composer a choreographer and a director but no one is specifically assigned to writing as someone who has written like sketches 
with just a group of people, Mm -hmm. it is like kind of impossible to be like, okay, so what is this about? We know we have some characters and we know we have to do a scene. What is the scene going to be? What are the jokes going to be? Like, and then if you have to fit it around songs, obviously it's way too, it's like, it's very unrealistic to be writing a whole musical like a month or two before you're going to put it on. There's something to be said about like just forcing this creativity on people. Like something interesting will come out of it, but. Well, I think maybe this has something to do with the Juilliard announcement that for, for the first time ever, Four East High students are competing for one scholarship. Yes. Which seems awful. You're rushing ahead a bit. Yes, but I think part of it is kind of there, like, you know how for art schools you have to submit a portfolio, a project, something like that? What if Darbus? Okay, so she's trying to juice the applications by being like, Kelsey's so good, she's composing this music. Yeah. Ryan's so good, he's choreographing this stuff. Sharpay is starring, is doing whatever, and Troy is being a leader. (laughs) Yeah, Troy is doing good. What do they call him in the first movie? The playmaker. The playmaker. Yeah, he he's the producer. Like he just he makes it go. He brings in all the people and garners interest. Yes, I think the other funny thing that Miss Darvis says is something like, "Now acting is easy enough, but being yourself." That's a challenge. Yeah, that's a really good line. And Sharpay also is pretty sassy about, we'll call it senior year. She's like, genius. Yeah. Shar- Sharpay is very sassy in this minute. I mean, she's very sassy in every minute. Yeah. Kind but, of her thing. But like, to Darbus, she's never sassy. Oh, yeah. She's a suck up to Darbus. I think Sharpay knows like when she's already lost. Yeah. And so she's going to be sassy if she knows she can't get her way. Yeah. To follow on Darvis's comment about challenge, like, playing yourself, Troy raises his hand to ask a question. He's like, but, but, Ms. Darvis, but... And Darvis high-fives him, which yeah. is iconic. <laughs> now, there are various, like, interpretations on what acting is, um, and many people will say it's about finding truth mm-hmm. in, you know a character as it's written or an emotional experience. Most of the time, I feel like acting isn't about being your true self. Now, there are other acting, like there are other acting exercises where like in an acting class, you might like be uncomfortably honest or vulnerable in a, in a group. And you kind of start out about yourself because you can't really empathize with another person until you figure yourself out. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent, depends on how like extroverted of a of an acting teacher you have. Although, what acting teachers aren't going to be extroverted? It's hard to say. I never took an acting class, but this is just what I've surmised from being friends with theater majors. Yeah, yeah. Darvis is making a point that it's a challenge to play yourself, especially because like Troy always puts on a version of himself to the masses. Like, he has his basketball version. He's got his with Gabriella version. Like, he's already putting on a mask. So, I was just thinking about, um, like, you know how in Inside Out, there's, like, the personality islands? Yeah. <laughs> Troy's personality islands. <laughs> basketball. basketball. Truck. Yeah. Gabriella. <laughs> um, That's it. Food? Golf? Maybe golf, Yeah. Singing, maybe that's his like secret island. Ooh, boy band island. Boy band. <laughs> so good. 
That movie is so smart in regards to a lot of things. Like, it feels very true to a young person, like, brain. Yes, I think in retrospect, people have kind of been like, the Riley stuff works, the stuff with the mom and dad maybe doesn't hold up, but Inside Out is still very fun. Indeed. So, yeah, Troy, I feel like it would be a challenge for him. Sharpay, probably not so much, because she is always... No, because I don't think Sharpay's her genuine self either. Well, no, Sharpay's not her genuine self, but she has no interest in portraying anything vulnerable on stage. I think it's it's weird, though, because, like, we're not going to see any, like, emotional vulnerability from these characters, because it's not like the... It's not like these characters are going to change or, like, get any deeper. Well, they're going to have to reveal their their feelings about graduation. They're going to have to have that pitch-perfect scene where everybody reveals secrets about yeah. themselves. Like, yeah. that would be interesting if they did something like, like that in this movie. I just don't see them doing that sort of thing. No like, one's going to reveal that they ate their twin in the womb. <laughs> um, I don't like the other two movies, but Pitch Perfect does have some good jokes in it. But, like, I think I mentioned this already, but, like, if most of this movie was really just, like, montage, like, getting this play together, like, that would be kind of cool. Like, seeing all the different, like, behind-the-scenes acting and theater things that they have to do to get this going, and then just intercutting that with, like, school and getting ready for prom and truck and truck (laughs) is that gonna be our beach (laughs) troy is truck my job is just truck that was a barbie reference i think people got that unless they're listening to this 10 years in the future and something has gone very wrong Troy, Troy is kenough troy is (laughs) kenough i almost bought a kenough shirt the marketing's been kind of absurd. I don't want to just, like, lean in and buy a Barbie thing. Just the Knuff because... shirts, though, are pretty solid. Yeah, it's not really my aesthetic. No, I just think it'd be funny to wear to work. <laughs> what else? What else so, happens in this minute? So, when Darbus is doling out roles, and Dolan she, Darbus. she says that Kelsey is going to compose and then... Ryan's going to choreograph. He does, like, little hands, and he's yeah. just like, thank He's got you. his hands put together, like, he's like, this is my moment. And then he whispers to himself, thank you. He's so <laughs> excited. And Ryan looks really young in this scene. I don't know if you are also yeah. getting that vibe. He's got, like, very, like, soft features, very light makeup. Like, he looks young. Yeah, something about Lucas Graybeal has, like, the eternally youthful face. Baby. And him and Kelsey have sort of a moment where they're like, like we're going to do this. Yeah, they're excited. And then all of a sudden they're pit against each other for a single scholarship. And they look a little, they like look at each other when Ryan, so Sharpay gets it first, the the announcement yeah. first. And she's so, like, I'm already packed. So yeah, so Miss Darvis starts handing out the little like flyer things, things or like information packets. Yeah, like. To the people who Juilliard is interested in. And the first one she says is Sharpay and Sharpay's all confident, like I'm already packed. And then she hands one to, to Ryan. Ryan, who just says dance. Which um, <laughs> I would love to start doing. Would anyone get it? Much, yeah, much much akin to um, the Cedric Diggory joke in A Very Potter Musical. Mm. When Dumbledore says Hufflepuff and Cedric Diggory just says find. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, Kelsey gets it and she just it, says, oh, they got my, they got my letter. Letter? 
Yeah, like, she, like, she, she didn't, didn't think even, it was possible. Yeah, no, she was like, there's no way they actually knew who I am. Stay and, humble, Kelsey. And then they look at each other, and they're like, all of a sudden, it, like, it takes a second for it to, like, they're excited for each other, and then they're like, oh no, we're competing against each other. It's weird that they, like, already know that there's one slot, because theoretically, like, none of them could get accepted. Theoretically, two of them could get accepted. Like, I feel like a college wouldn't make that, like, arbitrary decision, like... Unless it's, like, real late in the season and they're like, we have one slot left. I mean, it is March. <laughs> but they also, like, wouldn't be making these admissions decisions, like, in March or April of senior year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if... Unless Char- it's a specific scholarship that's, like, for <laughs> folks who... Or if they all got, like, waitlisted with, like, a condition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Conditional waitlisted. And then Troy... Yeah, well, so it's, it was interesting me watching this for the first time, and I don't know if you remember, like, okay, we have this moment where, like, okay, so it's going to be Sharpay and Ryan and Kelsey, obviously. Is the fourth one going to mm. be Gabriella or Troy? And I guess it makes sense that it's Troy because he's the protagonist of this movie trilogy. Despite everyone's <laughs> remembrance, it is Troy. But, yeah, it's it's interesting because it's, like, obviously he didn't want this. How did they get his name? Yeah, that that's something we'll get into in the next minute, I guess. It just also seems, like, way overblown. Like, this is a young man who's been in one musical, and, like, somehow someone at Juilliard heard about this, like... What was the, what was the show called in the first movie? Twinkle Town? Tw- some, somehow, somebody at Juilliard went and saw Twinkle Town and went, that boy's got it. Or maybe they were at the basketball game <laughs> and they saw the audition... <laughs> And out of, off of one song, they saw him do that little spin moonwalk, and they were like, him, <laughs> we need a man. We need a sports ball boy to boost our numbers. But that's usually like a high school level thing, though, of like, we need a boy, otherwise we won't be able to put on any show ever. Yeah. Like, usually at the college level, there are enough like men interested in theater yeah. who like so you can put together a performance of something. Yeah, it's definitely... Troy looks taken aback, and Zeke starts cackling. Maybe he's just so handsome. Maybe they just, like, see the star potential. Like, that is the handsome... Like, in the same way, like, the the quarterback effect in football. Yeah, I mean... (laughs) Like, this this boy will be a star. If we can make him half... If we can make him an eighth of the actor of Leonardo DiCaprio, or whatever then this man will make us money. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, like, that Troy's being considered. And we'll we'll talk more about this in the next minute. Also, like, in terms of scholarship, like, Sharpay and Ryan probably don't need a scholarship. I guess that's what, like, they're competing for the scholarship, not for the spot. So theoretically, yeah. Troy's been accepted into Juilliard? Yeah! Like... And I think they they actually have a discussion about this in the next minute, so we'll save it. Yeah. I want to, I mean, we'll probably talk a little bit about this more in the next minute, too, but Zeke's reaction and the rest of the crowd's reaction to Troy getting listed is very interesting because what, like, it's that, what were they all thinking? Were they thinking Gabriella? Like... Yeah, that's not very, we're all this together of you, Zeke. Yeah, you're, you're 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 sticking him to the status quo. Yeah, I thought, I thought you knew. Yeah, Zeke, you the baker. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's the thing was like in the first movie, they kind of already did the like reveal more about yourself than other people would expect thing. And if that's like also going to be what this movie is about, like reveal the true you. Yeah, it's tough. I think doing something of like finding who you really are before you like graduate high school and like finding your identity outside of like the classes you take and the clubs that you do and the sports that you do is interesting. But like this is like it's it's a high school musical movie like they're going to be in a play. They're not going to be like it's not the perks of being a wallflower. Like, (laughs) no, but I think there are components, especially Troy. I mean, we've already talked a little bit about how Gabriella's already got a spot. She is locked in. Troy still doesn't know where he wants to be, and this is another Troy, option. Like, does he go near Gabriella and in, in Berkeley? Does he stay low? Not Berkeley. Cornell? No. Where's Gabriella? I'm sorry, my brain. Stanford? Stanford. Isn't Berkeley near there, though? I don't know. I don't. I don't care. Um, <laughs> does he stay local and and do what his dad wants? Now I mean, Juilliard, we, which is the other side of the country. Like I think the only really option we've had for Troy so far is U of A. I don't think there really was a consideration of like, oh, if I go to this school in California, I'll be closer to Gabriella. We haven't heard anything about that yet. Other than Gabriella's hesitation about taking the stamp for, like, would Troy alleviate her worry by taking a school closer to her. Yeah, we got a whole song about them singing to each other, and I don't remember anything about that. What was the song they were singing in the treehouse? Right here, right now? Okay, like, I don't know if I remember any of how that song goes other than right here, right now. Like, yeah. Um, but, like, before they sang that song, they were talking about the college stuff, and Gabriella was just like, I'm going to be far away, and Troy's like, I'm doing this thing. Like, or were... he thinks he like he's like my dad wants me to do this thing. I, I think you're overstating like how much hesitance he actually shows. I mean, he was hesitant bit. shaking the dude's hand, the coach's hand. I don't know how hesitant he was. He, Chad was very. We talked about it. Chad like reached in gusto, and Troy was like, "Yeah." Troy was just cool, calm, and collected. Like. It was cool, common collected. It, it came off as cool, common collected. I I question. I mean, it's just like it's again. It's late in the like. I I don't have a problem with them setting up the conflict of like Troy. Should I do basketball or should I do singing? It's just like they've they've introduced it in such a painful way. Like they left. Like they. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's been weeks for us, but it feels like that conversation about college was so long ago, and. They had just won the basketball game. He seemed to be feeling really good about basketball in that moment. And now it's eight minutes later and we're introducing the the alternative option of singing, which he's competing with three other people about and not doesn't seem too excited about that either. He seems nervous about the prospect of putting on this musical. It's just a lot of work to be done for like something that doesn't feel like they have time to actually dig into. Although they will, because Troy's the only character that they care about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the (laughs) Troy show. And don't forget Yort's here, too. Oh, yeah. Evil Troy. Um, Speaking of opposite characters, we also see Tiara Gold standing way off in the background after Sharpay and the last, very end of the last minute told her to, like, get out of here, go. 
Yeah, she picks up a bag out of Darvis's way as Darvis is, like, walking toward them. And then, yeah, she just kind of fades into the background. Which is which is good. It's exactly what an assistant should be. Yes. <laughs> you should be always there but never noticed. Like a child back in the <laughs> 19th century. <laughs> is that like a Mary Poppins thing? No. Isn't there a little song in Mary Poppins about what children should be like? Oh, yeah, there is. Yeah, but it's more... No, it's what nanny should be like. Okay. Or is that a Sound of Music thing? I want to say it's more of a Sound of Music. Yeah, I was definitely thinking more Sound of Music, like children should be seen and not heard. It's one of those Julie Andrews movies from the 60s that everybody saw. Indeed. And enjoyed. Rightfully so. Well, there's more (laughs) of this in the next minute. Sharpay has a a strong what... To Troy. Troy being nominated. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's like they're all nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> what? Troy? He's been in one musicale and a talent show. <laughs> Don't forget that talent show. Oh yeah, maybe yeah, maybe the Juilliard people were at the talent show. <laughs> and then then why isn't then why isn't Gabriella? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it next minute. Condra, let's wrap it up. All right. Well, you can find us on social media at Amateur Nerds on Instagram. And, you know, some maybe some other ones. On Tumblr, we're at Wildcat Minute, though. You can also email us at AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what colleges you applied to. Yeah. Be curious. <laughs> where are you now? And where did you apply? Did you make the right decision when you were 18? How was your debt? <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com. I have been Condra. And I've been Tyler. We'll see you next time to find out... How did this happen? You can bet on it.